Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We're not starting the show talking about math again. We're not Live from New York. It. It's the show that has an odd amount of confidence in the Denver Nuggets. Look, yeah. I'm ready he's, to call it now. He's, all, he's saying they it's get so five good. games at home. That's the, right. today's match. Feels like it. Is in a playoff I like go there. But, yeah. uh, today, Jerry Jones loves the two seed as Dusty walks across the set. <laughs> Why half of the team here has the Cowboys on upset alert. It's just me and Coach. Uh, meanwhile, Buffalo winning without Stefan doing much of anything. Will Miami be his breakout game? And Brew, is that even a good thing? We don't know. And finally, power rankings. It's hard to tell. What are you getting your USA Today in the cold lobby of an oil change place? No. <laughs> Stay tuned for the best segment in all of sports. That was good, Wilds. We're back. Because I'm always getting my oil change. They always have the yeah, USA Today there yeah. in the cruise. The, yeah, bad know. coffee. Some muffins. You're like, who's eating these? Muffins? Yeah, I agree. Alongside Chris Bessard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Have you had a muffin at an oil change place? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, they're there. They're no, free. they're not. Someone's making them. There's never a muffin at oh, oil. You need to go to nicer ones. I gotta I go to Kansas City to get my oil change. <laughs> Cowboys are number one. No, they're not. They're number one in Jerry Jones' heart because they're the number two seed. Uh, they would hold on to it with a win in Washington. Here's Jerry Jones, courtesy of 105.3 The Fan. It's so exciting to no end. I just couldn't believe it when Philadelphia ended up losing that ball game this weekend and gave us this opportunity. Nick, how dangerous are the two-seeded Cowboys that they're not necessarily locked into? Wildly dangerous. And this is, I think, something we all agree on. In the NFC, who's the best team? The 49ers. San Fran. Nope. Looks like the Dallas at home. Dallas at home has been the best team in the NFC I'd like this to see. year. Yeah, I mean, and so, the, and so the, again, now, if they were to play San Fran, Brew, it wouldn't matter. They'd have to be in San Francisco. But the Cowboys' first real hurdle is, ask Bob or not, their first real hurdle is getting to the opportunity to get to the Super Bowl, which they haven't had in 28 years, okay. getting okay. to the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. And Dallas, we can show you what they've been at home this year, which is a juggernaut. The NFL rank number one in everything. I mean, there's, and I mean, what? Go ahead, Wild. I'm not saying anything. No, you're. I'm you, not saying. I know what you're hinting at. I'm not saying. You're hinting at. Yeah. What are you hinting at? Well, they, I, I, they, and I don't know exactly, up. but a lot of those teams that they beat at home. Our tomato cake. Okay, except so, but here's the thing, Except guys. Detroit, which they, they edged. Well, and That's Philadelphia, who they rocked. Okay, Philadelphia, who and, was struggling. And, right, but guys, these are issues. teams that they, again, this is where I think my and some other people's frustration grows. To get to the NFC title game, 
Who are they going to have to play? Teams that you guys evidently consider tomato cans. No, not well, in the playoffs. Well, no, well, okay, Detroit is a possible team they would have to beat. Philadelphia they, is a possible they were, team they would have to beat. You said they're the best they, team in football at home. Mm-hmm. They didn't look like that against Detroit. Okay, now they won. They, Give them credit. They won. They beat Philly at home. They beat the Rams, who they might have to face. They beat Seattle, who they might have to face. What do all those teams have in common? They are NFC playoff teams. Well, so what are we talking about? Nobody's arguing. I agree with you. They are more dangerous to reach what I guess is the goal. No, I'm just I'm The NFC title game is the goal for some people. No. I mean, I, I don't want to rain on the Cowboys parade. All right, who am I? I I'm just a, a guy from the Midwest that remembers when it was about <laughs> Super Bowls for the Cowboys. All right, so if we want to get excited and dance and sing about getting to the NFC title game, then I agree with you, Nick. They are more of a threat. To get to the NFC title game because they have home court, home field. We know they struggle on the road. Mm -hmm. I will say this though, Nick, and and I think you'll agree. Detroit, I I gained a little more respect. I think you respected them more than I did going into that game. Detroit, assuming that's who Dallas meets in the second round. Walkover? No. I mean, Detroit. Forget the call by the official on the two point conversion or whatever you want to call it. Detroit, it can be argued, outplayed Dallas. I, so I they had more total yards. They had more first downs. They had a better time of possession. They had more sacks. They had more trips to the red zone. Yeah. And and but for that 92, which was a great play by Dak yeah. and CD. Also a but broken still, play. But for that broken play, I, they out, Dallas had the great drive at the beginning of the fourth quarter to take the lead, and that 92 and, yards and that touchdown. also was not a broken Outside play. Outside of that, it was a weird play that, from the uh, Lions defense was, when they were no, playing flag football. No, Troy I mean, Dak like, I've seen okay, better tackling almost got flag sacked. football. Right, but it was it was yes, it was poor form tackling, but it also took a great play by Dak to not only avoid it, but then but make a But we're talking about one throw. great play well, and one great drive in the fourth quarter. Outside they, of that, okay, they didn't get much Except going. we're also talking about the fact that, again, they they one of their best drives of the game, they came as close to scoring as you can without scoring, and I wouldn't normally bring that up, but you guys are talking about this game as if they had lost it. And if we want to parse the bad calls, we can say the reason Detroit even ever got the ball at the end was a terrible trip call when it was which is correct True. a terrible tripping call Dallas would have been taking knees and we wouldn't have talked about any of this we also know that right or wrong Dan Campbell felt so un- inconfident unconfident pardon me in his team's evidently ability to beat them in overtime that he's going for nah, two from in. the seven yard line whatever I didn't it is agree with his decision I don't think it was as bad as you said you saying this is one of the worst calls ever I don't agree with that I would have kicked the extra point but I also think he was like, look, we're on the road. We've got our division sewn up. I get it. They could play for seeding. But he's like, I'll, let's take our chances in regulation but, rather than going into overtime which, when they're Which at I home. think you don't normally do if you are confident you're the better team. And my and so maybe I'm wrong. I, and, and I thought it was fine on the first one. They're but close. then and, – and, but not so much on the second one. But the I do think that because the Niners, to their credit – worked Dallas in the regular season this year, 
it, we misremember a bit how close the playoff game last year in San Francisco was between these two teams. Yep. And in my opinion, the biggest reason the Cowboys lost that game was because Purdy, to his credit, while I didn't think he played well in that game, didn't turn the ball over. And Dak, to his discredit, did. And if there's anything we can say about Dak this year, is he has been he has gotten he's back better. to who he had been every year of his I career think prior the best to this ever. year. He's oh, the best that he's the best he's ever played. A, thou, a thousand percent yeah. agree with you. Best it's the best year. he's ever played and the bugaboo of turnovers, while again he turned the ball over a bunch in the Niners game in the regular season, he has cleaned that up this year. So yeah. the Cowboys, I and I was trying to impress this point on the audience on Monday. I think the difference between the two and the five is so overwhelming. And because it sets it up to where they can't have to play the Niners until the NFC Championship game. And we're a lot of football away from that. As opposed to if you're the five, you probably have to play them when they're coming off a bye, rested, and as healthy as they can be. That part is huge. I think for – look, Philly obviously is in much better shape if they had got or get the two seed. But for Dallas, I think it's even more important for Dallas than it would have been for Philly exactly because right. of the discrepancy in home and road. Exactly right. Uh, Cowboys are favored by about two touchdowns in Washington Sunday at four on Fox. Commanders just lost by 17 to the 49ers. So we could be seeing a repeat performance or not since San Francisco is 7-2 and two on the road and the Cowboys are 3-5. and five. So, upset alert? <laughs> No, I, listen. I the I understand that one third of this desk had the night had the had the Commanders making the playoffs, so yeah. they still hold a yeah. special place in your heart. Thank it's you, Brew, for Sam pointing Howell, it out. That was the third. Um, here's the reality: since week three, this is the worst team in football, worse than Carolina. Since week three, this yeah. has been the worst team in the NFL. They the last time they played the Cowboys, they lost forty-five to ten. Yep. The the I think Jacoby Brissett is a starting quarterback in this league. Now, I don't think he's a high-level starter. It's like I the way Howell, I think Howell's going. Though. Exactly right. That's the point I was about oh, to make. Okay. That that if if you had Jacoby Brissett, who is trying to you know audition for teams out there, and maybe there's an overlook factor, and you could maybe convince me that there's a chance, there's a chance that the Cowboys spit this one up. Zero percent. No chance. Zero percent. Can, can I ask a question? The, Just jump in. Yeah, yeah. Who do the Cowboys close their season against? Last year, do we remember? Bingo, do you, do you remember, bro? Yeah, who was these? That? These uh, commanders. Do you remember the score? Twenty-six. What were they six. Do you remember? Do you commanders. remember Dak? How many yards Dak, Dak had? played? Tony Pollard played. CD Lamb played. Were they? Dak had one hundred and twenty-eight yards. That he played almost the whole no, game. They, they were trying they, to win. They what? They they, they, I'm just curious. What I'm asking, they're out you, there, dude. What I'm asking, so you they're is, out there and not trying yeah, is a no, bigger indictment. What, no, what I'm saying is, if you go into a game mm-hmm. and if you win, you're the five seed, and if you lose, you're the five seed. It is, which is what Cowboys were last year. It is human. In nature to be thinking about what's coming next. It is, I think, smart coaching to have the most vanilla game plan possible, not put anything on tape. You, we all agree on this front that if the Niners this week, for instance, because they're saying they're going to play their guys, not McCaffrey, yeah. if they go out this week and they look uninspired and bad, no one is going to say, oh, that the Niners are in real trouble because they are locked into where they are. I think we if, all agree if on Brock that. Brock Purdy the, goes 14 for 37 for 128 yards. It, 
He's going to hear the, it from you on Monday how did How did Dak do the following week after what you're talking about with, the, with Washington last year? He had the best playoff game of his career. Because yeah, he rested and, in week uh, 18. The, what do you mean? The, okay, all right, listen, the I, there is, Brew, do you agree with me? The Cowboys are not on upset alert. I don't even know what we're talking I, I, about. I, I, look, I, do, I expect the Cowboys to win. I do think Thank you. the 0% chance, I don't agree with you on that. I do think they're on upset 5%? alert. 5%? No, look, it's a division game, which you know that matters. If you're Washington, this is your last game of the season. So you're like, I mean, look, we know they probably want to get on vacation all that, but your last game, you're like, we're hyped about it. And we can not ruin Dallas's season, but mess it up. Yeah. I And, and what happened last they're year? You not, are, you are right. Good. You are right in that they weren't good last year. They were better. They were better probably, than they're gonna have the second. But they the were good. They were good last year, and you are right that Dallas has more incentive this year than they did. It's I not even you that. close. But it did happen last year. Thank you. And Dallas, what is that? Look, Nick, I don't make. The, I, I do make these rules, but they are good rules. On the road, Dallas is what Wilds. I don't. We don't tomato know. They're three can. and five. Oh, oh. I, th- I thought you wanted a car. Yeah. They're a tomato can. Oh, on the road. Look, <laughs> I, I won't say they're close to a tomato. Tomato can, can adjacent. They, they're. To- that's a great way. The tomato can adjacent. They <laughs> lost to Arizona, and it wasn't even close. Like I know you're gonna say the next no. thing is the Eagles just like it, at least the Eagles played them close. Dallas lost by two touchdowns to Arizona on the road. Dallas was bludgeoned by not only the Niners, but the Bills on the road. Dallas edged a hapless Chargers team on the road. And Dallas lost to the rock steady, I mean, the the Dolphins in Miami on the road. What are their other They're the only good team to lose to Miami this year. Okay. Okay, so I'm just saying on the road. They're vulnerable. So, okay, I, I think they'll win, but 0% chance just, is no. Guys, just, there's no one watch Washington with I, Sam Howell. They've lost seven straight. But we watch Dallas on the road, too. Guys, this is – this is in, okay. The Chargers Sam almost fine. beat them. To Nick's credit, Sam Howell's last few game yards, 169, 56, 102, 127, 300. Oh, against the Cowboys. <laughs> what was the score of that game, Wilds? Do you 45 know? 10. 45 to 10. What are you talking about? Well, Sam Howell's still this out is there. The, no, all yards. I'm saying, Nick, is there's a six, chance. Wilds, I think, no. is picking them. No, I'm saying there's a chance. I'm not saying the perfect. They better Listen, have their it would, it would be red the, alert. Yes. You're going to end up on Nick's picks. It would be the oh, encapsulation of this year's upset alert, which is. Oh, for everything that he didn't steal from you. <laughs> Was I not right last if, he week? Were to, if he were to Where roll with that command. Yes. Well, you didn't I said the Patriots upset. would cover no, because that, the Bills exactly. are kind of like, That wasn't an upset alert, buddy. It's, it's literally not. the definition okay. of upset let's, alert. Let's move You're on. Mr. This Semantics. Was, this, honestly, it's was alert. a waste of our audience's valuable time. It's not called outright win. Uh-huh. Let's jump ahead to the playoffs. Super Bowl odds. San Francisco's at one. Baltimore's at two. Dallas, then it's Buffalo and Kansas City tied at four. Philly. Bringing up the rear. As we all know, Cowboys are S-Bob. We also know they haven't made a conference championship since I was a senior in high school and was listening to Redman's Muddy Waters CD. The literal CD. Uh, So what happens if the Cowboys fall flat? You can't run it back. And Dak's good. So here's the deal. I'm about to explain it. Well, I mean, I'm I'm about to explain it. Tell me more. Let it breathe a moment. Yeah, I want to hear this. Listen, Dak's about to get... And I talked about it before the year started, that if Dak played well this year, he was going to sign a contract that makes people's eyes pop this offseason. He's getting it. 
no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, my guess is, four years around $240 million with around close to $200 million guaranteed. It's going to be the best quarterback contract ever, and those for reasons of they can't franchise Aside him, all this Sean. stuff. So He played that, it perfectly. That he, he, yes. He is contractually, he has played every step of his career mm-hmm. perfectly, maximized yep. his dollars in a way we've really only seen Kirk Cousins do. So he's back. So if they, to me, fall flat, means don't make at least the conference championship game. I agree. That I agree. We don't have to do the S-Bob, NFC, G-Bob, right. or whatever. Um, I agree with you. But that, and that means, you know, we now know what that would mean. That would mean they either lose in round one to Tampa, Atlanta, or New Orleans, or they lose in round two, all of these would be at home, to Detroit, the Rams, or Philadelphia. All three teams they beat in the regular season, and it would be at home. If that happens, I would not think that Mike McCarthy's job should be safe. I think the team is too good, and Brew, let me show you something, if I may. Under the auspices of, let's assume, I know Wilds thinks it's crazy, let's assume they beat the frisky commanders this weekend. Maybe, maybe Three not. straight 12-win seasons. This is when it's happened, okay? So here's what I want to focus on. So the Dol- go from the bottom up. The Dolphins made a Super Bowl in that run. They were yeah. the only Super Bowl Dan Marino made. The Niners didn't, but they had just won a Super Bowl a couple years prior. And by the way, they did have a coaching change. Seifert left, and the reason it ended was Steve Young's career ended. The Broncos went to or went to two Super Bowls and won them. The Eagles went to their only Super Bowl under Andy Reid there. The Saints, again, they didn't. They had the terrible DPI call in the yeah. NFC title game, and they had already been there with Peyton and Breeze. The Packers didn't. And that was, and by the way, Rodgers then left. The Cowboys uh, went to three, and then you guys can see the rest of it. All those teams were, you know, either dynasties or mini dynasties or something close to it. So my point is this. It would be basically without precedent to be this successful in the regular season with a coach-quarterback combo and to never pay it off. And we're not even talking. I'm not saying if they don't make the Super Bowl, they got to fire McCarthy. I'm saying if they don't even make, you know, round three. So, yeah, I think if they fall flat, which I do not think they will, you have to make a fundamental change. So are you – you? because at first you kind of – I like the way you worded it with McCarthy's job wouldn't be safe. Meaning it's not a definite firing, but it's on the table now. Oh, I'd, I'd fire him you and like I'd call Belichick. Definite. I'd fire him and call Robert Kraft. He just stole my – that was my take. I'm, I'll play along. Because you're firing the, you're firing the, the winningest coach in your it's last 28 years. It's actually more take that right? I stole, but oh, I it I was going to yeah, say go Belichick. Yeah. Now – can Belichick and Jones coexist? Yeah, for a short Quick period answer, of time. No. Yeah. Obviously I, not. I, I, he and Jimmy did. I don't think – look, I do believe this. I don't think Belichick going to another team, I don't think he, he necessarily has to have control of the players. Yes. All right? He might just be – you know, in, in New England is one thing. Somewhere else he might just be cool coaching. I All right. that. Yeah. They don't need that much change. Now, what they do need, I would if they if they fall flat, I would bulk up the defense a little bit because they get run on too much. How about get just get around the a little greatest back. defensive coach ever? Like, right, right. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. Uh, I would get a running back to a meat eater, so to speak. Mm-hmm. To, to Tony Pollard went from five yards a game for his career to now he's at yeah. four. He needs somebody to just yes. get beat on a little bit to soften up that defense. Outside of that. I was thinking, man, McCarthy's won three straight years, 12 games, three straight years, we, we presume. 
how do you fire him? But if I could get Belichick. Well, and it, it assumes the would, playoff. Listen, Belichick. if they lose in round one, yeah. it's an abject disaster. Of course. And the context right, of losing in round two at home, then there is all of a sudden almost a re you – you have to reorder the conference in your brain. Because the only teams they could be playing in round two – are, are the, the, other than the teams they would have beaten in round one. Philly, it's like, all right, Philly's in free fall, and they're still ahead of us. They're in our own division. The Rams, the Rams went to a Super Bowl one, did a soft rebuild, and now are back again further than we've been. Or it's like, God dog it, Detroit jumped us in line. Right. And so in that way, because the Niners are in, in this scenario, the king of the mountain theoretically, even though I guess Philly deserves that station. And then it's like, wait, are we – Second in our own division and fifth in our own conference, Belichick. and we're just going to run it back. You don't, you, what, what, you remember why when, not? when they when the Cowboys signed Trey Lance? Jerry yeah. got on the radio. It's like the reason why we operate so smoothly is we can make the decision super right? fast. I think he made that decision with like giving Mike McCarthy the heads up. Do you think Bill Belichick is going to be in a situation I, where someone else three year deal? I I think he can win right away. No, I, I think is, Bill, if, can we, can we have what's 40 the better more place seconds? to go? Exactly. I think, I think that, Wilds, I think Bill Belichick is a smart man. And I think if this offseason the Patriots are moving on and he surveys the landscape and it's like, well, the places that will give me full control do not have anything close to a quarterback in place. Yeah. The place is that I will get right. control. Yeah, maybe the Chargers will do it. Maybe if he wants to move all the way on the West Coast maybe. for ownership that he is doesn't. not. He doesn't. No, right. So it's like, okay, I will have to give something. But it is a winnable division. It is the marquee franchise. I will, I'm guaranteed to get Shula's record, and I might peel a Super Bowl. Like that, there are a lot of very appealing things there. That if I again, like that. if they I fall flat, like that. now they're going to the Super Bowl, so none of this is all. Dusty <laughs> put a hundred dollars on no That's way. That's not even the goal, Nick. I mean, should Nick be scared of the Miami Dolphins? Why is that about me? I have a list. The teams you're scared of? You should have shared that with me and all Chiefs fans. Uh, next on FS1, the Fox Sports Channel series. Like, don't have to worry about Denver. No, that that was a. Getting ready to take on spring. Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Stefan Diggs has largely become just a guy. Four catches for 26 last week, five for 29 against the Chargers, four for 48 against the Cowboys. All wins, though. Here's Brady and McDermott on how to use Stefan Diggs. Take a listen. There's plays where we go into the week and we we purposely have him out of the game. Um, There's never a third down that we have him out of the game. There's there's just the reality of there's certain times in the game that receivers going to need a blow. So there's there's a combination of sometimes of him naturally – you know, he runs a further route and has to come out for a play or two, and there's sometimes where he's just naturally tagged. He's a factor. He's a big factor for us. You know, he brings so much energy and vibe to our team, to our offense. Let's just start there, and then collectively to our team. So um, he's a valued member of our team, in particular our offense, and, and we're going to need him down the stretch here. 
Okay, that's that's how you talk about like the twelfth guy on a basketball team, not a star <laughs> wide receiver. Bills this season, first ten games, they were five and five, but Stefan was averaging eighty-seven yards a game. Last six games, five and one. He's down to 38 yards a game. He's also on the field way less. That bottom number is the most interesting. He's on the field 72% of the time yeah, versus 87. That's the most interesting. Uh, all right, so Bruce, so can the Bills win without a monster performance from Stefan? Yeah. I mean, that, that graphic says it all. These, these five of these last six games, they've won five mm-hmm. of their last six. He hasn't had 50 yards in any of those games. The one game he did have 70-some-odd yards, they lost. In fact, this is interesting. Outside of the Miami game where they won 48-20, every other game where Diggs has scored a touchdown, they've lost. Weird. So I'm not saying – I do – I agree with what McDermott said. Like, he's valuable even if he's not getting the targets and stuff because the defense does have to pay attention to him because you know what type of threat he is. And if they loosen up on him and say he's not the same or they're not going to him, that's when you can strike. So I think the formula for Buffalo to win, Coach, is – you know, run game, obviously, or run for over run often and effectively. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got to play good defense. You need some timely plays by Josh Allen and clean, relatively, because clean for him is like one, one turnover. Just one turnover. But clean, I think that's the formula with, or, you know, Diggs, we'll see how he fits in, but that's the formula. Yeah, and, and what you want to do with a guy like Diggs, and, and I'm sure what's happened and what they realized, not realized, but it happens consistently, is he's getting double teamed, and they're trying to take him out of the game. And if you, tr- if you force the ball into that receiver and you make bad decisions and throw in a double coverage and create turnovers, that changes, that changes the game. And, and you don't want to that, – that's the danger with, with trying to force it to one guy. But they do need him, and they do need him involved, and they do need his energy so you can script things. Usually the first 15 plays, it's not just scripting the play, it's scripting the people, a way to get Diggs the ball. And then you can formation ways to get Diggs the ball. But Diggs also needs to understand that if he is taken away, then that's really valuable to yeah, the rest so, of the team because it creates one-on-one matchup mm-hmm. so, outside. So here's, I think, what is the internal problem there, is Diggs has been getting doubled since he got there. Diggs has been, and Josh Allen is turning the ball over at basically the same rate every year since Diggs got there except for the first one. And Diggs used to be the most targeted receiver in football, not that. One of the most productive receivers in football, not that. And it's not like, and now Josh is not turning the ball over. Nope, still doing it. Mm -hmm. And so there there is a level of, I've been getting this coverage, I've been getting these looks, I used to get the ball more than I do now. It is correct that they are winning. I don't think they are winning because they're not giving Diggs the ball. And that's why I think this. I think we got a coin flip chance. This is Stephon Diggs' last game as a Bill. Because I think he had a coin flip chance of missing the playoffs. Like, this is what I find so interesting about this specific game. The Pittsburgh game is Saturday. And if I assume Jacksonville is going to beat Tennessee Sunday morning, I, we'll see if they do or not. But let's yeah. just. If Pittsburgh wins, if Pittsburgh loses Saturday afternoon, Buffalo's in even with a loss. If Pittsburgh loses, I think Buffalo's chances of beating Miami go way up. I think if Buffalo is in the playoffs and you're just playing for seeding, I think their chances of beating the Dolphins and being the two-seed go way up. If they see the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore backups and they have 24 hours with that team, with that head coach, with that quarterback and the call it very, very fine line of emotional stability that team's been walking all year, has 24 hours to think about, if we lose, our season's over. 
I do not think they will rise to the challenge. And I think if early in the game it's not going well, I think you will see it from Stephon Diggs. I think you will see it on the sideline. I think that if they have locked up their playoff spot, they can play relatively free and easy and maybe win the game. If Pittsburgh wins on Saturday and they go to bed knowing if we lose this game, our season's over, I do not like Buffalo's chances. But they've been playing with that for weeks. Yeah, that's they've the been playing that And for I don't think they've they played get... well at all, Coach. But they beat but, Kansas they, but, City but and they, Dallas. But they're consistently winning, right? They're, so for to say they're not playing well, yet they're winning like, like they're winning, and to say that having 24 hours of knowing that they could be out of the playoffs will be the difference, they've had multiple weeks where they could easily be out of the playoffs. Except so they once this when this streak started they probably needed to go either 5 and 0 and definitely be in or 4 and 1 with the one being in Miami they had a game potentially to play with and we now know that that was true i thought they played great against Dallas great undeniably i think the last 2 weeks and i know you agree with me wilds about this past week i think they played very poorly of i think course. they they, no they were yeah. incredibly fortunate to win each of those games in the patriot game the four turnovers in the first quarter and a half made it a miracle that the patriots were in it i'm very interested to see how they look at the beginning of this game if their season's over okay. check in on the chiefs who would host the dolphins if miami lost kansas city of course already beat the dolphins in week 9 in germany 21-14 courtesy of a tyreek hill strip and score. So Nick, how scary would these Dolphins be in Arrowhead? All right, there's five teams they could be playing in round one. The Chiefs are locked into the three. Theoretically, Mm -hmm. there are five teams that could be the six. They are in no order. Pittsburgh, Indy, Houston, Miami, Buffalo. Those are the the five teams. Miami is the one I'd least like to play. I think that's obvious. You've got the Tyreek Hill factor, which is scary for any team. Even though the Chiefs, you know, he talked that trash and then the the game-turning play was his mistake. That almost makes him scarier, to be totally honest. Also, the only way they can play Miami is if Miami has lost two in a row. So now all of it, you can say that's a slumping team. It would also be a team like, God, dog it. Our season is going to end in total travesty if we just lose three in a row to end the year and are one and done in the playoffs. So if I were ranking them, bro, with respect to Gardner Minshew, the Colts would be my first draft pick. The, the Steelers would be my second draft pick. The Bills third. Houston fourth because of C.J. Houston and Miami. fourth? Yeah, See, I, would, yeah, I, wow. I wouldn't have the, Houston ahead of Buffalo. Buffalo. I mean, I, I know nobody would but me, but I, Buffalo's not going to Kansas City in, in January and winning a playoff game. They're just not. I, I would so, put Buffalo but ahead Miami of Miami. would be last. I think Miami's dangerous. I would, I, I'd probably pick Kansas City in that game, but I think Miami is dangerous. But I think Buffalo will be even more dangerous because Buffalo, as we've said yesterday, their biggest loss of the season margin-wise has been six points. They don't get blown out. They're going to be in the game. Now, I, I agree for them to, like, beat Kansas City a second time this year, maybe Andy that would, would be The odd. only way they can be playing Buffalo is if Buffalo loses a game that they go into as a playoff game. You understand? Yeah. Like, yeah, but with Buffalo, it doesn't. I mean, you don't know. I mean, they could, yeah, yeah. They could look awesome. Yeah, you, get, yeah. Yeah, you then, get the bounce back. Right, right. So, I, but, but to answer the question, I do think Miami is clearly dangerous against Kansas City because they, they almost they had a chance to beat them last time. And as you said, Tyreek, knowing he kind of cost them the game, he probably come out with a and, and it's it's they're probably not going to be able to shut him out in the first half like they did right. in, in Germany. And then you have the mistake that they have that that's probably not going to happen either. And and it's the the catch and run ability of the Dolphins, which is so scary because as good as Kansas City's defense has been, it's the team where they catch a two yard slant and it goes for eighty. That's that's hard to take account for from a scheme perspective. 
and it's it's a little bit of a variable that you can't you can't factor you can't figure out when it's going to strike. Yeah, I don't think Waddle is supposed to be back. He's not he's not going to be a hundred percent. Waddle might play this week. Oh, is he? I thought he was. Waddle might out. play. They're trying to get him to play this week. And they so, average five but, yards a carry too. Yeah, it, let's, let, let, I, listen, too. I think the Chiefs and Arrowhead are a good bet against anybody in the playoffs. Yeah. I also think I would be lying to the audience, which I never do. No. Of all, Miami was in contention. 12 days ago, which in Wilds math is six and a half weeks, oddly, um, for the number one seed. Playing them in round injuries. one is would be unfortunate. Too many injuries. Who would? Who, so you'd want to play them in round one? Uh, oh, more be, than I, Pittsburgh, I, Indy, Houston, or Buffalo? No, but I would. I wouldn't want. I would rather play Miami than Buffalo. You're out of your mind. Getting ready to take on spring. Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Brand new sound out of Philadelphia. A.J. Brown said there was nothing to say after losing to the Cardinals. And today, he said he did have something to say. So take a listen. Everything that I do, if I say something, I do anything, I'm, I'm, I'm classified as a monster, you know. Honestly, you know, and, it, and, it's, and it's honestly the, the, the opposite. A.J. Brown frustrated with the Eagles. A.J. AJ this, A.J. that, you know. But everybody in the locker room was frustrated. So why are you singling me out because I'm frustrated? Like just because I'm shaking my head, I'm showing emotion. You can look at everybody in the stadium has bad body language. They're frustrated, you know? And so yeah, I wanted to clear that up because it's not about me. Like we're all frustrated. Okay, that's what Sirianni said too. So Brew, you're a Super Bowl team. That didn't seem like I'm awesome. frustrated too. Oh you okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but no. I like what he said. Yeah. And I think A.J. Brown is an emotional guy who doesn't bite his tongue. And I think after the game, this is my opinion. He was like, you know, rather than go out there and say something that is going to make a headline. I totally or, agree with right? you. Right? Like, let me just not say anything till I can calm down. And I thought he was great Smart. there. Um, look, obviously the Eagles have had their issues. But, Coach, I think they've somehow – look. It was they have still beaten Kansas City, Dallas, Buffalo, and it wasn't that long ago. Rams, Tampa Bay, they've beaten all of these teams. They're five and three on the road. They're not, and I'm not even trying to rip the Cowboys, but they're not one of those teams that That has to be at home. Yeah. I mean, they're they're good. And last year they were seven and one on the road. So they're a good team on the road as well as at home. Somehow they just got to, I mean, we'll see if they can get it together. They've been good against the pass defensively at times, good against the run. Can you combine that and be both? So they got work to do, but I think it is fixable. I don't think it's like a lost cause. I really like the fact that A.J. Brown just declined to speak because he didn't have anything that was going to be positive, and he knew it, and then he came back and clarified what his stance was. I think that, that shows maturity. And with the Eagles, the problems aren't necessarily <coughs> fixable. Like, the secondary is going to be it's the secondary. And there's certain deficiencies there. Linebackers, but this, too. But this, from a coverage perspective, but this, this is manageable. It's absolutely manageable. And when you look what's happened the first, through the first 12 games, or first 11 games, where they were 10-1, and one, 
versus what's happened over the, over this this last little streak here. It's the time of possession. So it's gone from 32 minutes down to 28. And then the pressures from the defensive line. They had the second most, and now they're at the 22nd most. And when you look at Jalen Hurts, who's got 14 picks this year, he had 19 the previous three seasons. Mm. So this is this is a this has got to be won by the offensive line and the defensive line. The two clear strengths of the team. And the defensive line, as they play better, that protects the secondary. That's what's been in play. And then with Jalen Hurts, you got a big contract. Pressure comes with it. But this is a little Dak Prescott-esque. You don't have to be a superhero. You don't have to take those chances. Don't turn the ball over. Mm. Yeah, I, listen, uh, I think they're cooked. I think they've been – I think they were worried they were cooked when they were 7-1. and one. The Eagles kept winning games, and the players kept telling us, it ain't right here. Yeah. And we kept seeing what I thought was a obvious, and I, I promise you guys, and I hope you do check the transcripts from last year, a false bravado from their head coach, who I think at various times has felt a little out of his depth, and all of us know people who, when they feel either extra pressure or like they're not quite equipped for it, what they do is stick their chest out even more <clears throat> and try to pretend even more. I, I, I feel I sniffed that out last year, and it was clear. And this year it was even more so. And now they are a team who has built the entire plane around the idea of our defensive line is going to dominate. It's our strength. We're spending a first-round pick on it again this year after spending a first-round pick on it last year. We are going to get after the quarterback. And there's a cost to all of it. Your middle-of-the-field off-ball linebackers, you totally disregard. Your safeties, you totally disregard. You have one high-priced corner, he's hurt. And when that D-line is not giving you A-plus production, what you end up with, obviously, is one of the worst defenses in football. On the offensive side of the ball, we'll spend a first-round pick on Devontae Smith. We'll trade a first-round pick for A.J. Brown, but now your quarterback, unfortunately, I think he's a little hurt, is not as accurate or playing as well as he did last year. So you're not able to use those resources as well. And so, and I don't think they have a coach that can pull them out of the spiral. So I don't think it's fixable, and I think the people in Philly closest to the team, including the players, know it. And two new coordinators, three if you count Matt Patricia. Yeah. So it might be it. Coming up next, the most beloved and confusing thing. Two toes! Bruce putting two toes down for the Eagles. It might be. You're still two toes. I'm still two. I'm still two. Doubled up. I'm in there. I mean, barely. I'm quiet. I'm not bragging. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just two down. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Coming up in 12 short minutes, it's the best segment in all of sports. It's Nick Steers, but right now, it's time for a segment that has surprisingly grown more confusing as the year has gone on. <laughs> Must win. Some quick housekeeping. The following games are cousins of must win, called just win. Bills, Jags, Texans, Colts, Packers, and Bucks. Win and you're in. Now these next teams, the Steelers, Vikings, Saints, Falcons, and Seahawks, siblings of must win. Must win 
and get help, you're in. Got it? So we are, of course, starting with a game that is a true <laughs> must-win in the mystical sense form, a team that has four wins and actually should lose. That's must-win. So here we go. Patriots, Jets. Patriots currently have the third pick on the outside looking in, which is why we should lose this game. We play the woeful Jets. In the last 15 games, how has it gone? Uh, seven and eight? Uh, you know, five and ten? No. <laughs> the lowly Jets have not won a game in the last 15 meetings, and we steal the ball from them. We, we just roll. Steal the ball? Yeah, we take the ball. <laughs> like, a lot, I want to say interceptions or, or fumble recoveries. We're literally just taking it from them <laughs> and saying go home. Bullying them. Yes, exactly. So, Brew, it's the question everybody wants to know. Must win? Yes. Thank you. For those, all, I mean, you just threw it up there. Coach, we know, you know as well as anybody, how much Belichick hates the Jets. And for him to lose what I think will be his last game in New England to the Jets, I mean, and the Jets are bad. I mean, they're a horrible team. So, no. It, now it would be poetic if he lost to the Jets in his last game in New England. But I don't think I, I, it's a must win for Belichick. This is the biggest must win of the weekend by far, <laughs> without a doubt. Because, like you said, the venom that Bill has for the Jets, and I felt it both ways. I was in the building when we played the Jets, and I was the head coach of the Jets when we played the Patriots. The venom is real, and for him to lose as potentially his last game of this storied career, to, and there's always a word that goes with the Jets that I can't say on TV when he talks about the Jets. For him to lose to that, to them, it would be un unacceptable. Uh, selfish to win. I mean, it's probably true. Listen, you, you, you lose. The Jets all of a sudden are probably drafting eighth instead of fourth or fifth. And you lock up Marvin Harrison Jr. Listen, it's a nice parting gift to the Patriots. But if he's out of there, he's out of there. He cares about his uh, right, right. That's why I hey, said Hey, you're going to fire me after six Super Bowls. Let me give you a parting gift. <laughs> to the fans. It'll be the Not, biggest parting gift he can give them. Okay, all right, listen. His selfish, special gift. Selfish to win. Unfortunately, although I would like to lose for the draft pick, the Jets are so bad. Even if we tried to you lose, can't lose, we can't lose. You do know that right well, now, this moment, you have too. fewer wins Wait, than the Jets. Right. They, like, could, you, they you could, could lose, and they try. could lose big this You could lose trying to win. There's All zero right, chance. So. I'm going to tell you right now. There is zero chance the New York Jets can beat the New England Patriots. There is a big chance. Well, that hasn't happened. Didn't you say they were going to win like 10 The last time the Jets beat the Patriots, we screwed up the coin flip and said that we were giving the Jets the ball. most of those 15 wins? Well, Mac Jones got plenty on there. Too. <laughs> you guys don't think Mac Jones any good. I'd like to see Mac in the game. Next up, Prince versus the Titans. Maybe if the Prince plays, we hope he does. Jacksonville favored by five and a half. Prince still nursing a few injuries. Sat last week for the first time in his career. He's feasted on uh, the NFC South. Oh, excuse me, the hey. AFC South. Yeah. But below 500 against everybody else. Who do else. the Titans play? Where do they play? Where are they from? The AFC South? Yeah. Let's go. Do you feel <laughs> good about this one? It's a hundred. He, he played well against the Titans. It's last a time thousand percent a must win. Okay. Would be a debacle to lose this game. Tennessee's won twice since October. They beat Carolina and a great win, but an odd win. The comeback against Miami. I understand that Trevor is injured, and listen, Trevor, under the right circumstances, is a great quarterback. Those circumstances involve the precipitation level. Yeah. 
his injury status, and yeah. how much he practiced that week. College he's a big opponents. practice guy. He's is a big practice it? guy, which is why I was so glad to hear that this week, today, he is practicing. Maybe. He's out there. He's practicing. He's getting some reps. I don't know if they're mental or physical, but he's getting some reps. Listen, I'm not going to – there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Can't be 8-3 and three in this division and miss the playoffs. So you win. It's a must win. It's a must win. Yeah, absolute must win. Look, he was 8-3 and three at one point. Yeah. All right, he is supposed to be no, – I'm not even trying to be funny. A superstar in the making. He has looked anything but that. All right, and if you start 8-3 and three and don't make the playoffs and you've lost – this will be his last five games. Been a turnover machine, eight turnovers in those last four games, the four losses. Uh, no. 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 I mean, come on. Coach. Yeah, with all the expectations, with all the bugle boys, with all the things that go into the that was promised to lose four straight, get your last four starts, to potentially lose your last five starts, five picks, five fumbles, ten sacks, two out of the four games with a 60 quarterback rating, to lose this game when you're supposed to be the franchise quarterback that leads them to greatness, the it would be it would be very. What do you guys want him to do about the bugle boys? What are you guys? Are the, I'm sorry, the Royal Trumpeteers. You guys got me doing. <laughs> what do you want him? You want you want him to For this draft class, we've had a few cancellations. I used to say the baby go all the yeah, time. Well, I don't say it. That was that was and dumb. Unfortunately, and we're going to save some cash. So the prince is done. So we can't use. He, you want him to doesn't make the playoffs. The franchise no, is over. He's not renouncing his land and titles. It's not happening. Like the, 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 the Royal Trumpeteers <laughs> good for half of the time. snatched. Finally, Bake Show in Carolina. This is another. Question mark. I uh, just played uh, the Panthers. It wasn't great. 200 yards and a passer rating of 68. Big Show is winning. You're in. Uh, here's his record last time he played the Panthers. So, week 13. Nick, we'll start with you. Big Show, must win. Well, absolutely. And ultimate revenge spot. Oh, don't you think all Davy 20 billion Tepper wishes? He had just held the fort with Baker Mayfield. Great point. Instead of throwing drinks, he'd be splashing champagne with the division <laughs> title had he stuck Would with he? Baker Mayfield. Yeah, really, What buddy. were things the, like when they Baker weren't was great. You know what? It's always darkest before the dawn grew. <laughs> and instead, he abandoned Baker Mayfield so he could give up six draft picks, three number one picks for a guy who doesn't meet the minimum height requirements to play his position. He's throwing drinks, firing coaches. So Baker's going to win. David Tepper's going to be very, very upset. And he's going to regret what could have been. Must win, they're going to win. It's a must win. I'm glad you brought up Carolina. So let me remind, I wasn't even going to say this. Remind the fans, Baker was 1-6 in Carolina. Who was his starting halfback? Oh, my God, Drew. Christian this McCaffrey. Worst take. Now, when, when Christian McCaffrey has Brock Purdy at quarterback, they, they win. Drew, no when De- Baker, and, and can we stop calling him Bake Show? Until, if he wins this, you can call him Bake Show. Oh, Bake Show. You, you took the baby goat from him. <laughs> you want to take the prince from Trevor Lawrence. We're still calling him Bake Show. They're 1-6 against season winning records. Can we not cheer for him? <laughs> can we not cheer for all right. Thank you, you Coach. Everybody loves a comeback. Right. Thank you, Coach. I, I, I like Baker. No, you don't. I just don't. No, you don't. I, don't earn don't the nickname. Okay, you got to earn oh, the nickname. Oh, gosh. Coming up next year. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience 
and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Live from New York, it's the show that's bringing Dan Campbell's energy right into your home. It's First Things First. Today, are the Cowboys on upset alert? No. At the beginning of the show, there's two people that believed it. Now there's three. Brews on board. Meanwhile... The newest quarterback controversy in the NFL between Bailey Zappi and who knows? What are you talking about? But right now, it's Wednesday, January 3rd at 4 o'clock. Let me get you caught up to speed. Last night at Mastro's near the Metro, a group of maestros met to fight and toil and burn the midnight oil to muster the greatest segment in all of sports television. It's an honor and a privilege. It's time for Nick's Tears. Wilds, thank you for the wonderful introduction, as always. And as we reveal the eliminated group, let me say this. I'm proud of the committee. The committee started eliminating teams in week eight. And we can show who's off the tiers, the eliminated. You know how many teams we had to uneliminate? You know how many teams were like, oh, my God, they're zero. Frisky Bengals. Guess guess what? We never had – well, the Bengals didn't get eliminated until until last week. And so – that's the eliminated tiers now to the team still alive. Bottom of them, even even your fans don't want this, guys. No, they don't. Like, these, the fans are ready for these seasons to be over. I, I know you can still make the playoffs, all you guys. The Vikings, it was a valiant effort, but this quarterback situation. The Saints, it's ready for you know another year of Dennis Allen. Good luck with that. And the Falcons, you got to find a quarterback. I'm sure Lamar Jackson wouldn't have worked for you. Next, <laughs> participation trophy. Listen, let me defend participation trophies for a minute. Sure. I was, I'm 39 years old. When I was a kid, played youth soccer. At the end of the year, even if we didn't do well, we got a small trophy. Not as big as the trophy the champions get, but you get something. And people were like, oh, no, that's terrible. That's not right. what life is. That's not what real life is. Uh, it's not? Are you the best at your job? No, you get a participation trophy. You know what it's called? Your weekly paycheck. No, Give me a break. Not, All of life is participation trophy. No, oh, really? It's not? It's for showing up every day. They're like, hey, you made it. You get something. Now go back to the tiers. <laughs> These teams can't win anything. But if they make the playoffs, they deserve a participation sure. trophy. The playoff invite. It will be a hell of an accomplishment for any of these teams just making See the out. postseason. Five alarm fire. Listen. Oof. The only thing you consistently do well is about to be banned. And you are squandering the last year it's allowed. Think about that. There's why. What do the Eagles do well right now? A play that's maybe alive for another how many more games the Eagles have? That's it. So I don't know how it all went this wrong this quickly, but it has. And everyone knows it's a five-alarm fire, except for Brew, whose two toes are currently being singed. Next, (laughs) avert disaster and regroup. Listen, just win this weekend. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath. 
take your home playoff game. If you're Tampa, it is a hell of an accomplishment just getting to the postseason and winning that division when 35% of your cap is dead cap. If you're the if you're the Jags, the last six weeks haven't gone the way you would hope. But if you, in your home playoff game, beat a near 40-year-old Joe Flacco, guess what? You're one of four teams to win playoff games in consecutive years. Nobody's going to be able to say this year didn't go, it maybe didn't go swimmingly, but if you make round two, so avert disaster, win this week, and then regroup. The Clippers and the Kings, and I'm going to take you back to the NBA of last year, where you had two somewhat equivalent teams, and they were discussed so differently every step of the year. The Kings not taken seriously. The Kings can't be for real. The Kings are a cute, fun story. Oh, the dangerous Clippers. Oh, don't let them get hot. Nobody wants to see them. And then the playoffs came around, and the Clippers went home a week before the Kings did, and they were the same throughout the regular season, the same in the postseason. That's right in the Bills and Texans. Nobody's talking about the Texans, who when C.J. Stroud's been there have been excellent throughout the season, are actually overachieving, are actually a team you can consistently rely on. Everyone's terrified of the Bills. I don't quite get it. Next, tough conversations coming. Mm. Both these quarterbacks got one year left on their deal. Their quarterbacks next year on the contracts on them are scheduled to make the 15th and 17th most in the NFL. So what's right between them is Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think he's going to make that money, but that's about the range they're in. Both these quarterbacks are going to be able to say, guys, uh, we waited a year longer than you know we thought we were going to have to for our contracts, but we're going to go ahead and want them right now. And there's going to be some tough conversations. Because I'm not sure Detroit or Miami, despite the success of their teams, despite the success of their offenses, want to make Tua or Jared Goff their long-term $50 million a year franchise quarterback. The only way to avert that tough conversation is a deep playoff run. I don't think either one's going to do it. Check a lot of boxes, man. Uh, Has your quarterback won a Super Bowl? Sure. Do you have a future first ballot Hall of Famer on your defensive front? You bet. Are you playing your best ball at the end of the year? Yeah. Do you have a sharp coach? Has one coach of the year is going to this year? No problem. So why can't either of these teams be playing in the final game of the year? Neither one is my pick to or the committee's pick, but they check a whole hell of a lot of boxes that other Super Bowl contenders do. 2018 Patriots, third best record in the AFC. Slumped a bit in December. Not a lot of weapons, nobody had a thousand yards. You have a Hall of Fame first ballot greatest tight end ever, but he's not quite the same as he once was. You gotta lean on your defense more than years past. And yet, and by the way, the number one seed is a superstar quarterback in your own conference who wins the MVP, and you had to go to his building and win an epic in order to then lean on your defense and win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that's what's gonna happen, I'm simply <laughs> saying we've seen it happen. Fork in the road. Listen, for these two teams, one is going to feel like we we are headed in the exact direction we hoped. The other is going to feel like hitting our head on the same thing. For the obviously, you win the go to the Super Bowl for either of these teams. That's the good for the other one. For the Cowboys, it's we just can't beat the Niners. And for the Niners, if they lose, it will be because for the sixth straight year of the Kyle Shanahan era, they don't have that guy at quarterback. Seventh straight, I should say. Undeniable juggernaut. Can't poke holes. Uh, listen, the only thing we're worried about is they might have 11 weeks between games. Okay. No one can believe it. But they check every <laughs> like box. Weeks off, They're coach. top three on offense and defense. <laughs> the 20th They're the at the top of the tiers. Coach, go ahead. 
<sighs> Nick, what, what I struggle with and what I struggle with with the committee is the way that you describe from this, these things. And, and you look at Jacksonville, they've had a tough time. They've been one and four. Yeah. Look at the Cowboys, or let's Kansas City. They're three and five recently. Or, or what is it? Two and three. I'm sorry. No, but they're also like they were four and five in their last. Four and okay, five. then you look Second. at the you look at the Cowboys and they're two and two, but they could easily have been one and three. Easily. And then you've got the Eagles sitting down here at the bottom, and I'm like, bro, I'm at least two toes in. Thank you, coach. But I'm Thanks. probably even more than two toes in. And let's just look at the production first. Okay, so they're going to have a 4,000-yard passer. They're going to have 2,000-yard receivers. They're going to have a 1,000-yard running back. So that's then they're all healthy, okay, or essentially will be healthy and be able to play. Okay, let's look at the offensive line. Pro Football Focus does a really good job. They what did they just rate them? What did they just rate them? They rated the Eagles' offensive line as the number one offensive line in the league. And then let's look at the defensive line. Defensive line has six number one draft picks. So six out of the eight guys were drafted in the first round, and they've got it. They've got to lead the defense, and they've got to be able to produce up to the expectations. Oh and if they if they are able to, which they should be able to, then the Eagles are going to make a lot of noise. Has it been bad lately? Yeah, it has been, but it's been bad lately for a lot of these teams. So to put the Eagles down at the bottom of the tiers, it's. It's, Nobody, little, it's it, not it, only unfair, I mean, it's it's. It has not been as bad for any team above them lately, except for Jacksonville. And Jacksonville one was four. The, yeah, I said except for Jacksonville. That and Jacksonville one and three. Well, okay, but hold on. They're not. They, you, you can do a lot of coulda, woulda, shouldas. And one of Dallas's wins, one of the Eagles' and losses is to Dallas, City? and they got annihilated. What's Kansas City? What do you mean? In the last... Five games. Four and five. That's five games, two and three. Okay. Yeah, that's not – I'm sorry. What's Philadelphia, coach? Just say it louder. It's exact, One and four. It's exactly it's, my it's, point. But look where you got Philadelphia yeah. and look where you got the other two. Yeah, because Philadelphia, their own players know it. Everyone knows it. And unlike these other teams, they, have, they are a bottom four unit. It's not like, oh, we have tough special teams. It's the defense which carried them last year. And their quarterback is hurt. Brew is down eight toes on the Eagles. Brew. You know what, though? Coach, put him down, Brew. Coach got me. Uh, uh, toe is kind of yeah, coming out of the sock. I got like third. a hole in the sock. Put a third. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I, I'm going to follow up with Coach, though. Uh, you are rewarding the Cowboys for L's. Okay. Why in the what? What in the world? Have the Cowboys done to be next to the 49ers? A team that, by the way, beat them by 32. They've lost two. They they were fortunate to get their last win at home where they're supposedly the best team in the league when they're at home. I think not. All right. They were fortunate to get that win. They've lost two of their last three games. All right. They're, They're the only team with a winning record to lose to Miami. All right, I'm not sure Miami played that great. I just think Dallas is a tomato can adjacent Correct. on the road. And that's the other thing. They are tomato can adjacent on the road. The Baltimore's not. San Francisco's not. Uh, a lot of, in fact, Philadelphia's not on the road. Detroit's not on the road. Good teams can play on the road. Dallas can't for some reason. Luckily, they haven't scored. They're going to have to get where they want to go. They, they haven't scored more than 20 points in the last three weeks, Nick. Mm. Why in the world are they a top three team? Because they're the two seed, and because, according to you and Coach, they likely never have to go on the road. 
because Philly is in great shape. They have so to Philly, go. No, the no, 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 because Philly beat San Francisco. We've talked about the bracket. If, look, many if Philly beat if Philly beat and, San Francisco, yeah, guess what? They gotta they're gonna go feel to great Dallas, about yeah. going into oh, Dallas. Oh, I'm sure they'll feel great when they lost by 30. Go quick on the Lions, Jared Goff. Is, uh, are the Bears making the playoffs, Dusty? Are the Bears making the no. playoffs? No, right? Good. Here's Jared Goff against everybody, not the Bears. All of a sudden, the Bears have got his number, but nobody else does. 275 yards, got 25 touchdowns and seven interceptions. That's a Josh special that he cooked up. Like, wow, Goff's good when he's not playing the Bears. Number two, I just like Dan Campbell, and it's a little bit... Just when I think I, I reached maximum like on Dan Campbell, he takes it to another level. Here he was, I think today, with Jim Costa on 97.1, the ticket. Take a listen. When you got the penalty, you move it to go the... Go ahead and say it. Say it. Both of you. What? Say it. Say what you want to say. I think from the seven, it's a low percentage play. I think your chances of winning are lower than if you kick the extra point. I would have... I would like you would say it to anybody else. Yeah. I'm on the radio. Say it like you want to say it. Yeah. I thought it was a reckless decision. Thank you. <laughs> He's looking for it. He literally, like, he wants, wants the smoke. smoke. I thought they did say it. Like, it's reckless. Like, no, say it again. Say it more aggressive. Here's how aggressive he is. Like, dudes, I am going for it regardless. So I was talking to Coach earlier, one of my sources. He's like, you know, the aggressiveness uh, can, can rear its head several ways. If you know, if you might, maybe I'll punt it. Then you get longer punts. Maybe I won't punt it. You never know. No, that is not what yeah, happened. That's what he said. <laughs> that is not. I yeah. can't believe that's how you tried to stick the that's landing. True. <laughs> During the commercial break, Wilds earnestly turned to coach and was like, "A double so I've fake been punt. thinking. <laughs> the Lions fake punt so much. Yeah. Could they fake the fake punt and then actually punt? No, 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 coach no. Had, I'm sorry. I want the, them to fake the fake punt. Like, oh, it's that fake punt. Mm-hmm. Fake the punt. Okay. And then fake the punt to the other side, perhaps. Okay. This is not Coming up meant. next. <laughs> <laughs> Are the Cowboys on upset alert? Also, did you Love think Wild played well this weekend against... Let me well, I don't know. He threw a game-winning two-point conversion that was stolen from him. So, yeah. The, and then... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cowboys are favored by about two touchdowns in Washington against the Frisky Commanders. One time Frisky. Sunday at four on Fox. The Commanders just lost uh, by 17 to the 49ers. Uh, The one caveat there is that the 49ers are very good. And on the road, Brew has labeled the Cowboys as tomato can adjacent. That was your your saying, but I liked it. Thank you for giving Uh, me. Coach Nick is vehement. Uh, He said 0%. And then I made a Sterling argument, and he boosted it up to 5%. No, I did no, you? you did. No, I did not. You said 5 No, I, Dusty, I asked Brew he if he was at was 5%. Because Brew is a big any – Brew loves Pacino. And that Any Given Sunday movie really meant a lot First of all, it was a good So movie he loves Any Given Secondly, Sunday, yeah. and he's, so he never does 0%. Arizona, anything. did you think you'd lose yeah, Arizona? Oh, I forgot. It was on the Upset road. alert. Yeah, can I take you down a little memory lane? Well, December 29, 2019. New England Patriots, 17.5-point favorites against the Miami Dolphins. And I don't know if we have that video available. 
to show you what happened when they played the Miami Dolphins the last game of the season. I would, yeah. There it is. Mm -hmm. Touchdown. Then the Patriots come back. They're trying to get something going. I remember this well. Throw it around. I don't like that at all. <laughs> so what happens? The Patriots have locked up the two seed. They lose this game. They drop to the fourth seed. They play the Tennessee Titans. They get eliminated from the playoffs. This is the first time they hadn't had the one or two seed yeah. in, I think, eight years. What happens after that? They remove off from Tom Brady, and here we are now. This history. So this is a game that everybody said was impossible for them to lose as 17-and-a-half-point favorites, yeah. and they lose, and it brings up all the things that we have yeah. now today. Unfortunately for you guys, you weren't playing against Sam Howell. Give me a break. Guys, the Washington, who was Washington, I think that was Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, who it can, you know, Fitzpatrick, you don't know if you're going to get the good or the bad. How was that? No. Sam, I wear my Sam Howell. Sam Howell throws for a lot of yards, but he is a negative play waiting to happen. Guys, we're not doing this. I cannot believe that you are right now, the draft board today, who has the number two pick? Uh, I think the they, commanders. This, yeah, this is the We're problem. three. This is the this problem is, is that the, the, Got em. the players will think like that as well. We can't possibly get Let beat by this team. Go ahead. Let me, the yardage. Let me look at Eric okay. Bieniemy. You miss him in here, Kansas City. Here is Sam Howell's last four games. Yeah, and then 169 yards, 156 yards, 102 yards, 127 yards. And then Wilds like, look at the fifth game. He threw for 300 against Dallas and lost by 35 oh. points. So even <laughs> if That's the one he has a big this game, week. even if he has a big game, it's not like, oh, if he has a big game, they win. They lost by 35. Five One of those points. was a pick six. Washington, bro, where was that game with that, Nick? Bro, exactly. do you agree with me AT that State. since starting 2-0, the worst team in football has been Washington? Yes. Okay. But and what are we talking we're about? We're talking about an upset alert. And I look, I think Dallas will win. All right? I think that strongly. But they are on alert, Nick. There is no... They are not good away from AT&T Stadium. The They're second just not. you start assuming that you can't get beat like Philadelphia did last week, Thank you. the second you get in that mindset, which as a coach you're constantly drilling in your players, which the Dallas Cowboys have suffered from this more than any. But remember when yep. they got beat by Arizona early yep. in the season yep. they, in a game they couldn't possibly lose? So, yeah, go into the game. Think you can't lose. Think you're going to walk it in. Let them hang out, and then end up like the Patriots and 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 Coach. lose. Coach, lose it happened a, a year ago. It happened last year. No, it did not. Twenty-six to six. No, it did Washington, not. Washington, Dak, and everyone else played for the Cowboys. Locked into the five seat. Why they play the guys they, then? I th I think it was a mistake, and we argued about it then. But they, the Dallas, had nothing to play for. They win, they're the five. Lose, they're the five. This is a spot like Coach is talking about, except instead of falling from two to three like New England did, it's even worse. You fall from two to five. Now, I guess New England forfeited well, the, buy. the buy. They lost the buy, yeah, which existed. So it's a similar, it is similar stakes. But that, the, I am here to tell you guys, and Brew, you agree with this. The Cowboys, as well as any team in the league, beat up. Bad teams, they, they, and that's and I understand the Arizona game, but even on the road, you don't they think the beat Patriots up bad teams. Chargers, you don't think the Patriots with Tom Brady beat up bad teams? I think that Patriots team was on its absolute last legs. 
and I think it was pretty clear, and Tom knew he was leaving. And there was there was bad vibes, the whole thing. That is such a different so spot. So if they had gotten the two seed and they, gotten the bye and Kansas gone City deep in the playoffs, you think, you think that New England would have gotten rid of Tom at that point? I think Tom was getting quickly, rid of himself. Quickly, just because we're big on momentum. Do you think the Cowboys played an excellent game against the Lions? No. Uh, how about did the Cowboys Who play is excellent? we that's big on momentum? I'm you don't like momentum? You don't think I, losing I, three games? I no. I well, I do did not. Did they play a good game against Miami? I'll ask Brew. No. You want to play. <laughs> no. Or did they play a good game against Miami? No. Did they Has play a good Washington game against? Has Washington played a good game in two months? They're due. That, see, this is they're due. Sam Howell, baby, with more one. They're due. Alert, Nick. It alert. Is, it's an not alert. alert. It, it is an alert. It's an alert. Red alert. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tomorrow is the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the Bud List. I have some sad news to announce, however. I have retired the Cowboys picture. True story. No, you haven't. I have bro, he, I have. bro, not only you need to hear the behind the scenes, not great. he yelled at the staff no, today. <laughs> did you? Did you or did you not? Oh, in behalf. a stern voice on behalf of, again, this is for off the air. Wilds yelled at everyone today. And the Cowboy is up. Really? It's a casualty. That's why I this stay on the fourth off floor. the air when it's 427. <laughs> That's why I'm on the fourth floor. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't yell at anyone. I okay. Said, I think we should stop doing photos. Okay. Why don't we do this? I don't want to get yelled at. Oh, sorry. Moving on. Steph, bronze, 36 and 6, and a nice shimmy and a good win over the Magic. And then a very, I would say, bittersweet Clay Thompson press conference. Because I texted That's- you the word bittersweet. <laughs> I texted him bittersweet DM. Yeah. I said, check this out. He's like, you yeah. want to go now behind the scenes? Silver medal. Shay. Metal mainstay. Shay, man. In He's good. a game of the year and in a very Kevin Wilds-esque move, Wilds buddy Bill Simmons assigned us all last night. <laughs> if you're a basketball it. fan, you must watch this watch game. Like, Shoot. I'm like, all right, buddy. I already yeah. was. But I if it's that. mandatory, gold, Joel Embiid. 31, 15, and 10. I don't know how many straight 30 and 10 games this is for Joel, but he got the triple-double go along with it, which, by the way, hadn't been done by a Jazz player in 17 years. <laughs> yeah, like There's the medal stamp from last night. Excellent. Excellent. The beginning. Uh, Jeopardy type read here. The answer is, I'm entirely focused on the Jets right now. Anyone? Sorry, I was looking for what Bailey Zappi should have said when asked about the Patriots (laughs) drafting a quarterback. Take a listen. How would you feel if the team selected a quarterback highly? I mean, if that's what, uh, you know, they decide to do, that's what they decide to do. Um, You know, I'm looking forward to competing against whoever comes in here for that job. Oh. What was wrong with that? Oh, I'll you, tell you. He, there's something wrong with bro, that? Hold on. We got to put, hold on. Am I on camera? Yeah, we got to pour one out. No, we got to get this that. on camera. Sorry, we got to pour it out a little bit. Sorry. Wow, You're going to clean that up. I will. That's uh, fine. That's, you know who he didn't say he's going to compete with, bro? Oh, oh, he's talking about Mac the backup Jones. role. He's I always he's talking about the backup. Jo- Bailey Zappi right now is running a race. 
for the New England Patriots starting quarterback. And he knows someone's about to be tagged into the race, <laughs> but he knows that who he's not competing with, the guy he passed up, Mac Jones. I'm looking forward to competing against whoever comes in. Bailey Zappi no longer he knows thinks he's Mac vanquished. Jones can displace He's vanquished him. Mac Jones. Yeah. Jones, I've been watching. This is the saddest thing I've ever said. You've never heard a sadder thing on television. I've watched Mac Jones clips of him on the sidelines. I went to the Chiefs game and was watching Mac Jones <laughs> on the sideline, warming up. Told you, sad. <laughs> Speak is up next. We'll see you.